0: Hey folks, Sean here. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about a much better way to find a problem worth solving. Now I've talked about this a lot and when I explain it, it's in the context of ensuring that you're going to avoid common pitfalls that people get suckered into in the B2B SaaS world, which are related to building solutions to problems that don't exist. As such, I talk a lot about starting with the problem probably heard this, if not from me before, from someone else, hopefully. That context is very important, but what I wanna share with you is another common mistake people make, even if they understand that, and that's when it comes to designing and building your solution. So whatever problem you're focused on, how you're intending to solve it. A lot of people think that you need to innovate to the extent where whatever it is you're doing, it needs to be completely new and differentiated from anything that's previously been on the market. While well, that sounds great in theory, it often struggles to gain traction in practice. So, why is that? It's because no one is currently using it. Whenever someone comes up with a new invention, whatever it is, it takes a minute for that to gain traction with any target market because people don't have any familiarity with it. And if you're unfamiliar with the difference between selling and educating, it's where selling is basically figuring out how to find the person who has the problem for which your solution can help them with solving it. Educating, on the other hand, is where you have to do a lot more work to convince people that they need whatever it is that you do. Not just that, you have to also explain to them and walk them through how to actually do it because they're unfamiliar with it, because they've never seen anything like that before. So that's why new technology and innovation can be risky from the perspective of what you probably wanna do, which is grow and build a successful B2B SaaS business. So if that's what you wanna do, what I would strongly encourage you to do instead of trying to come up with the newest, creative, most different kind of solution on the market today is figure out Once you have context in the problem space, you have an idea where you want to focus. Take a look at what solutions people are currently using. Some of those might be software-based. Some of them may not. Having context for both is important. If you know what people are doing to solve the current problem, you can figure out how well the current solution works and then figure out how to build upon that. Now, this is infinitely easier in every regard for what anyone might want to do with a B2B SaaS product business. There are so many reasons why this works so much more effectively than people trying to innovate and design something that's completely new. Number one, you have the target market. Number two, you know the problem context that the target market has. Number three, you know which solutions the target market is currently using. Number four, you can focus your discovery around the limitations of that existing solution. That then becomes your product. You can take from what someone's already doing and you can make it better. This is where the concept of the building a better mousetrap comes from. That's why I think it gets referenced a lot. It gets referenced a lot because it is a much more effective way to make an improvement in an industry that already exists. If you're trying to create something new, you're going like pure blue ocean. I get it. Some people have done that and they've had tremendous success. But for them, it's not only taken years in some instances, some instances it's taken decades in order to do something like that. People gravitate towards that because they think that that's what they need to do. They're afraid of competition, they're afraid that their product is not gonna be differentiated enough. What I'm telling you is people go about trying to achieve that all wrong. They try to do something completely different. That is infinitely harder and increases the odds of failure significantly in this space. What you should be doing instead is figuring out all those combinations of variables, get context for all of them, and then start from the perspective, start from where the previous product is leaving off. Talk to people about using it, the problems that it solves, how effectively it does that, and what it can do better. What's next? Think about this in the concept of a bottleneck, right? And a good visual for this is like an assembly line, assembly line that's putting cars together. Cars have a bunch of components, right? Doors, hood, engine, transmission, whatever. All the things that need to go together in order to produce the final product, which is the vehicle you wanna sell. Now, to put those components together to become the assembled product, there are stations along the assembly line. Let's say there's 10. And a different step happens at each of those steps. A different component gets added to what's gonna be the final product. There is a bottleneck in one of those stations always, right? at all times there is a station there that is the slowest of those 10 steps and when you're looking to optimize where are you going to invest resources in order to make the entire process work better are you going to focus on the station that's the fastest no because further optimizing that isn't only going to create problems elsewhere you're going to focus on the station that's the slowest because if you put your resources towards that that's going to speed up the entire process fixing that one step means that you could produce more cars you could sell more cars And the optimization ROI return on investment is that much greater leverage this strategy when it comes to building and differentiating your b2b SaaS product figure out what existing solutions are solving the problem that you want to solve but where the limitations are where the gaps are what the next steps are focus your discovery around that it'll be that much more targeted you get much much better context and you'll be able to start with an area and an industry and a product that already has all these variables combined, which will make your odds of achieving success that much greater. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.